0: What's up, what's up, and what is up? It is another Friday, and while it is not Friday morning, which is our normal way of coming to you with the Ball Ballhawk Sports Talk, it is Friday afternoon, yet you will still get some Ball Hawk Sports Talk. We're coming this afternoon. I was traveling, and so the crew was uh, uh, nice enough to oblige and uh, allow me to do an afternoon show, so I, I, I'm very thankful of that. But this particular episode is going to be entitled Not Guilty. It, it, it's obvious why. On a day where Kyle Rittenhouse, um, the verdict is in and not guilty on all charges. Uh, and it seems like an emotional roller coaster when we see these cases, the high profile cases, things that we think um, when we look at the activities and the behavior of others, we think that fall outside of the the normal means of treating humans. And all too often, it is during these protests, during the um, moments when people of color, especially, try to speak up for themselves and get justice, uh, that that there, there there's some uh, other occurrence. In this case, it was Kyle Rittenhouse that led to a trial in Kenosha, Wisconsin, that led to now a not guilty verdict on all charges. That that continue to um, Uh, from a judicial system, put us in a position where we ask, what's next? And so um, we didn't want to make light of it, but at the same time, we we felt remiss if we didn't acknowledge that this not guilty verdict on all charges, uh, the uh, possessing a firearm, or underage possessing a firearm uh, was dropped. And so um, we felt it would be remiss if we didn't acknowledge it. And so we're going to try to talk sports, business, entertainment. We're going to do it the way that we do it. But we also want to acknowledge that, indeed, this is a day where a lot of us continue to scratch our heads and and, and ask, what's next? Uh, Rhetorically and and cynically and painfully, we ask what's next? Um, As an attorney, you look at what not guilty means. um, I've looked at what not guilty means. And to know um, the prosecutor had an uphill battle. And there will be questions as to the case that they put on, uh, but but all of the legalese aside, just the the normal humanity of it makes you ask, what's next? Um, so with that as a backdrop, uh, we're not guilty as a title. We're still going to hop in. We're still going to do a show about sports, business, and entertainment. We're still going to uh, 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 continue and fight the good fight. So stay with us. Stay tuned. It's going to be a brief show, quick show. Uh, we're going to do all producers cut today. Uh, but it's still going to be the Ballhawk Sports Talk with your boy, B brown ESQ, a.k.a. The Ballhawk, a.k.a. The Miles South, a.k.a. Mr. Access Celebration. We'd be remiss if we didn't ask you to like, comment, and share. Tag a friend, tag a foe, tag anybody that you know. And absolutely hit the subscribe button on both the YouTube channel and in the podcast form of your choice. With that having been said, let's start this show. Let's go. Wake up. Wake up. Wake and stay woke, because this is the Ball Hog Sports Talk with your boy, B. Brown, Esq., Q-Q. a.k.a. the Ball Hog, a.k.a. the Mouth of the South. This is the place where sports, business, and entertainment collide. And we're going to give it to you rough, rugged, and raw So come get you a spoonful, like some grits with butter and salt. You know how we do it in the South, y'all. Make sure you do not get caught in your feelings. Strap on your seatbelt and enjoy the ride. Come on, let's go. What's up, gentlemen? On a day like this, man, let's just hop right in. Uh, it, it, It is the news that is breaking and is the news that is not only breaking from um. Uh, and a disclosure standpoint, but breaking in the sense that it is is—it is breaking hearts. Breaking in the sense that it is probably going to be breaking and dividing communities. It's going to be breaking and dividing families. As we get ready for the Thanksgiving holiday, people are going to be debating whether or not Kyle Rittenhouse should indeed have been found not guilty. Uh, I, I hope not. Fingers crossed, prayers lifted, that this will not lead to uh, any violence in communities. But I, I would be lying to myself if, if I said I didn't expect it to lead to at least some violence. I, I know the victims here weren't necessarily people of color, but the issue at hand, the protest that led to all of this was indeed about justice in a world that seems to continue to be unjust for people of color. So um I I communities you know are on edge right now. Uh, riots are, are are probably in the making and 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 i hope that they're not i hope that there's no looting being planned i hope that the the businesses are safe considering that we've spent 20 months dealing with the the ripple effect of, of a pandemic and what businesses already are struggling with so I, I hope that's the case but i'd be lying if i if i said i didn't expect that to be the case so here we are not Guilty Verdict. Um, and, and it'll lead us to sports business entertainment, but I, I wanted to start the show. Instead of bearing the lead, let's just hop right at it. Um, you know, the Not Guilty Verdict was rendered about hour and a half, two hours ago. And when you first heard it, what did you think?
1: I wasn't surprised. Um, I felt like the, you know, the judge was – fighting so hard to make sure that he got off that just momentum was there from um throwing out the charges that throwing out the charges that you couldn't defend to make the sure those shirt, weren't for, guilty for, for The gun right. charges you can't defend those he's guilty for sure he throws those charges out it's terrible telling the uh prosecution that they cannot ever refer to the people who got shot as victims I've right? never heard that before but you can refer to them as looters rioters, and whatever negative, which I don't know, that right. they've been convicted of all that stuff. Um,
0: one just, one set of terms being considered fair, yeah, and the other set of that terms, the other term, the victim yeah,
1: considered doing that being somehow somehow justifiable, so. which is crazy. At the end of the day, um, so he did that. Then he didn't sequester the jury. He let him take home unprecedented. Let him take home the jury instructions and stuff to the house. So they can discuss it with their loved ones and then he fawned over them at the end he was so happy at the end i never i've never heard anyone talk as long about the juries or whatever so when you saw that and they came back and when i heard them say that they have one verdict for everything a consistent verdict across the board I, i don't understand how the first guy personally you know doesn't get called uh uh, that was more murder because the guy basically threw a beer on him and then he shot him. You know, I don't know what happened before, so I'm not going to say that I know all the facts of the case, but it just seems weird that each and every person who got shot was considered to be self-defense. I mean, the guy basically just shot around in the air for a while, so it is what it is at this point. I'm not surprised by it. I don't think there's going to be riots for some reason. I just don't think there are. I don't know if we riot it out, Um, but We'll see what happens. Uh Kyle got to be careful, though, because he's very recognizable. He's going to have to go hide in the mountains or something like that because somebody might come get him. Not me, though. That's not a threat for those listening. I'm not going to get <laughs> nobody. I'm, I'm going to be cooking food and hanging out this weekend and going about my life, so just so you know.
0: ETP, yeah. <laughs> it's Friday afternoon, man, and, and we've got, you know, and we'll get into it. High school football, we've got college football heating up. The NBA is getting very interesting. NFL is beyond the halfway point and yet on what should be a a, a very festive and exciting sports weekend on this Friday afternoon, there is a not guilty verdict that is leading all of the news. It's a not guilty verdict that is on front center top of mind for, for most of us. And so when you heard not guilty, what, 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 what did it make you think? How are you feeling? Uh, and, you know, and and, it, and it's probably not as monumental. Where you like, when that verdict came out, I was in this place at that time, right? Uh, but it it is monumental enough to discuss. So, so I, I throw the same question to you. You heard not guilty, or how that make you feel?
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't. I guess for me, same boat, right? I'm not. I'm not surprised by it. I'm not shocked by it. I I don't find any pleasure one way or the other. You know, I just I just sit back and think there's people that have di- that died in this process and right. you know, ultimately it, it there's always situations like this that raise questions about gun laws and the accessibility of firearms and things of that nature that really kind of tug at the fabric of of what American society is and how much you know the prevalence of of guns and, and the accessibility of guns. So that's all, you know, regardless of your politics, there's people that die at the hands of, you know, people with firearms and it goes fast. And I just, I'm just disturbed by, you know, the idea that, you know, people are looking at this as some people are looking at this as a miscarriage of justice. Other people are looking at it as, you know, the extreme upholding of justice, depending on what side of the, you know, what side of the coin you're on. But when it's all said and done, I think it's really just, it's, it's really like a testament to our lack of commitment to humanity, right? Like to get like super philosophical about it. We're just, we're talking about right and wrong versus, you know, what's the best way for us to govern people in a way that's going to protect ourselves and each other as citizens and and this is an instance where some people may be emboldened to walk around with AR-15s in situations where they weren't before and then other people might feel like they need to, you know, they need to take more precautions to to protect themselves which could essentially, you know, proliferate violence. So right. I just hope that it doesn't have any, you know, long-term effects but, you know, to your point in the short term I'm sure there's many people that are angry rightfully so and some people that are angrily unrightfully so but all that to say there's there's lives that are involved you know the the person that got off was was a kid when it happened it was a you know it was a really unfortunate situation but at the end of the day it's just it's just sad and i don't really have like a, a visceral or emotional reaction to it because unfortunately Gun violence is so common in so many different forms in this country that I think it's a bigger issue than the incident at hand. Right.
0: Um, and, and we'll leave it there, man. I'll just say this. Uh, and you talk about Kyle Rittenhouse being a kid, but but at certain ages, I think, especially um, teenagers of color, we're not looked at as kids. Uh, I had the pleasure of listening to Brian Stevenson, who um, is the inspiration inspiration behind the movie uh, just mercy he is also the uh, gentleman behind equal justice initiative and he had a fabulous 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 conversation with an audience that I I was blessed enough to be a part of um and to hear him talk about how young people in certain communities have have been deemed adults and then to look at this trial and the reaction to the verdict, um, it just, it just does, it just seems, it just seems different, man. And, and, uh, I'll leave it there. I, I, I wanted to entitle the show, not guilty. And I wanted to open the show up with at least a conversation about how it made you feel. And I think we all are, are, are all saying that we're not surprised. Um, but also just, uh, if anybody that happens to be listening, um, is provoked to go do something outside of their home uh, in form of a retaliation. Teach right now. Or, and, yeah, but not even, but because you understand why. But we, we're just gonna encourage everyone to um protect our communities, remain safe, uh, and let's let's do more together. Um and then we'll leave it there. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse has gotten a a, a lot of attention through several networks. So we're going to go back to sports, business, entertainment and and stay there for a while. Uh, For those of you who are in our live audience listening, first and foremost, thank you. Really appreciate the support. As always, we ask, like, comment, share, tag a friend, tag a foe, tag anybody that you know. And please subscribe, both in the YouTube world and in whatever the podcast format that you use. Uh, I see some people here. What's up, y'all? Uh, this is not our normal day and time. Normal day, but not normal time. Uh, I see some people saying, what's up? Shout out to all of y'all. What's up, my man, AJ Banks in the building? And Trisha. What's up, Trisha from St. Thomas? My well, man, DP is in the building. I'm just giving you guys a little shout out because I really, really appreciate you following the show with uh, in what is not a normal time. And please continue. If you want to vent in the comments, please do. We will acknowledge the, the comments. Um, you know, uh, I, I like this, this one comment about, uh, from my man, Eric, what's up, Eric? We don't need another House because of House. and powerful words because, uh, whatever you choose to do, make sure you do so in a way that's safe sound. So you will be here to continue fighting the fight, um, because people lost their lives and they initially went out of the house that day to stand up. For justice all right etp it's friday we all got jobs but we ain't got necessarily nothing to do for the next 45 minutes outside of sports business and entertainment um i i while you're getting your notes ready because it's going to be a whole show of the producers cut normally uh i try to navigate and host and and present the topics and we debate we we can we're going straight freestyle Freestyle Friday, ETP, Elster Produces, the producer cut. You're gonna give us the topics and we're gonna debate in real time. Uh, but but while you're getting your notes ready, I I you know, the East Orange Junior Jaguars, mighty might, we do play the Eastern Region Championship tomorrow down in Bucks Mount County against a team. uh, uh the Whippets. The Downingtown Whippets is where. Where
1: whose uh, who's idea started. was it to name? That, that, that dog, isn't tough. Whippets real dog. good.
0: I kind of like the name. We about to the there, you Know what? The Whippets. Yeah, I don't know, man. So it's That's MPA, bro. Rough. You, you know, That's do the a research team, on it. it My team
1: new. mom picked him up with that. A team mom. <laughs> yeah, it's not tough.
0: You That's can't go tough. with any other name besides Whippets. Uh, y'all support our boys. It's two hours away, so I know a lot of our folks can't come. I am going to post about it tonight, but please support us. Lift us up in prayers. 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. I'm going to take 28- and 9-year-old young men onto a battlefield with uh, seven coaches and uh, wearing just a very simple moniker, Jags. Let's go, Jags. Uh, we are absolutely not guilty when it comes to being afraid of this moment. Uh, I don't know if any of the junior Jaguars team has won the regionals. Uh, we are absolutely not guilty when it comes to an, any notion that uh, when we show up tomorrow, we are not going to be prepared. So uh, I've been traveling. I went to AC for the legal Municipalities. First time going there. First time ever in AC. I've been living in New Jersey since 2006. First time ever to Atlantic City was just this last, past few days. Flew to Arizona for work. Now I'm back. I'm healthy. I touched down. I'm good. Not guilty verdict is the first thing that I heard when I got off the plane. And all I can think about is getting here with you guys. So uh, with no further ado, man, let's give them what Appreciate we give. It. Rough, rugged, and raw. Sports business entertainment. The Ball Ballhawk Sports Talk. What you got for us? ETP, Elster, producer, Freestyle Friday. You control the topics. Uh, and we're
2: going to get into some debate. What you got for us, my brother? All right, so the first topic of the day, uh, earlier this week, the University of Washington Huskies football coach was terminated, effective immediately at the time. As terminated, a hold on, how
0: many syllables is that? Terminated. You ain't got to use no four-syllable word to say fired. That man they was fired. They fired
2: his ass. They fire. fired him.
1: He
0: fired.
2: <laughs> All this so day why day was off. he fired, ETP? so
1: illegal use of the hands I
2: believe. illegal That's use, use of the hands so the one of his players uh was penalized with an unsportsmanlike conduct as a result on the sideline after the player exited the field the coach essentially looked like based on a video hit him over the head with the clipboard or whatever was in his hand
1: uh, uh, your description in was response, even worse than it really, really was. Hit his, him over the, the clipboard, with clipboard was
0: in his hand as he did in it his, helmet,
1: his, his helmet in his helmet in his, his just helmet. To see, if the people who haven't seen the video, the visual you're getting is a guy coming down like these, like ah. No, he didn't. He
2: doing. didn't break the b- clipboard over his head, but he at basically no point he, did he, it smacked, it he anything, smacked the kid in his helmet. He smacked 90. the player in his helmet and yelled at him based on his lack of discipline so after that he was suspended for the next game and then uh the team or the organization decided that they were going to terminate him and he essentially was given his pink slip the team at the time they were they're now four and six uh they're, Did fourth, they win when he's gone? they're fourth in the in the pack 12 and the question is was it justified Hell I'll man. let you start, Big Flow. Show what you think, man. And look, I
1: played for a coach that used to smoke cigarettes on the sideline and would not put his cigarette out if he had to grab your face mask, burn you in your face, punch you in your stomach. That was a little bit rough, but he but he was beloved. The dude, if you're in a fight, should I come up to you and speak to you nicely? Hey, say, Bobby, could you stop fighting? Or when you've lost control is in a, in a game of contact and emotions and adrenaline. The only way to get control of some grown man that's lost control is to somehow touch him in some way. He didn't hit him in the face with plate, uh, 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 the clipboard in any any sort of hard way. He gave him a small smack to the head and, and pushed him to encourage him to get out. At no point did he make that dude feel any pain, uncomfort or discomfort or nothing. It wasn't overly crazy, disrespectful. He's trying to break up. The dude get the guy's attention so he could stop. At this point, he wasn't fighting anymore, but he was trying to make it so he would just stop. Shut up, man. You just got us a penalty. I have no problem with what he did. I would have no problem with the coach doing that to my son. It wouldn't even be an issue for me. I I think they got rid of him for other reasons. They were like, oh my God, we got to out. They probably saved a few million dollars by being getting rid of him. But it's I'm embarrassed to even tell you guys to go look it up and see if somebody got fired for it. It's a shame. ETP, what you, when you saw it, you because it sounds like as you describe it, he hit
0: him with the clipboard.
1: Yeah. You you ETP might be leaning towards the thinking they were writing this. ETP was on the firing committee, right? Yeah. <laughs> hit him with the it's, it's under review. It's under review. Do
0: you think that there's just no room for? Because I, I guess we are in 2021, where if if if, if we are soft, we a soft. soft society, but it's a soft society to everyone. The rules are very clear. Right, like if, if if you are a subscriber to corporal punishment when it comes to your kids, you know you better not do it in Whole Foods. Somebody, somebody's caring, or somebody gonna call the cops on you. You better but if you're food you get for less. Car. Go ahead. You, you're right. So that's my only thing. Is he knew the rules in the soft society in which we live, yet he broke the rules. So ETP, you you think he he was. So far out of bounds that the University of Washington was right in terminating, terminating, fine, that man.
2: <laughs> so I have I have a, some conflicting views on this. I would say the punishment does not fit the crime for sure. The fact, if he, I, it leads me to believe there's, there was some speculation or there was previous accounts of 2019 where he had an incident as well. So it sounds like there's potentially a pattern of behavior in terms of, you know, just being overly aggressive as a coach. So I don't know what the backstory is, but the punishment definitely, if it's isolated and based on that incident, obviously you shouldn't lose your job over it. I think, you know, somebody would, uh, someone in the in the comments, one of the viewers, Patrick Thomas, said we got worse than that in high school. I know I definitely got worse than that in high school. And, you know, it's kind of the nature of the sport, of football and the aggressiveness of it and making sure that everybody's ready to go. But on the flip side, putting your hands on somebody, it raises questions, right? And now we're in a, not so much looking at it from a position of being soft, but player empowerment, right? Like the, the generation now players because of the business side of it and how much money is at stake. And now you have NIL and you have all of these things that have empowered players that they can, you know, commit and they can transfer. Right, There's right. a lot more control there. And so at the end of the day, players in the past would look at the opportunity to play more as, you know, a privilege versus something that they earned and right. would be less inclined to, to, to speak out about it, where now there's an empowerment, you know, and there's a power dynamic shift where players can actually say, look, I'm not I'm not here to get my hands put on, get somebody's hands put on me. That's not what I'm here to do. And no other job does that happen. But obviously, context is important. That being said, you know, at the end of the day, you're managing, you know, developing professional athletes or, you know, amateur athletes that are professionalized. Sometimes, you know, things get heated. So I don't think the punishment fits the crime, but it does raise the question of, you know, what should be acceptable, what shouldn't. Um, But we've all been through it. If we played a sport, especially if we played football, it's an aggressive. It's an aggressively. Right. It's an aggressive culture, and that's par for the course. So, in today's court,
0: sounds like uh, <laughs> the big flow show is saying the man is not guilty. He was just doing what he needed to do in that moment, and it sounds like ETP very eloquently outlined the legalese for why the man is guilty. For me, if I'm the tiebreaker, I'm saying not guilty because thank God, Johnny and Marvin Alexander. coached the fort lauderdale track club and coached the western tiger thank god they had a little instrument of corporal punishment a board shall i say and if they ever forgot the board they would get a switch and uh thank god they used to take that board at a certain angle a certain height and uh make sure i turned around the uh, and couldn't face them and went to work on my butt, so that the dust came off my my rear end. That saved my life and made me make better decisions. Thank God that they did it. Uh I think I don't know if I can whoop somebody in track. Y'all got on the, <laughs> we, y'all barely dressed. This God, dude got on a helmet, hey,
1: shoulder pads, and everything like that. It's a site, violent game. Wherever
0: you act up, that's where you are gonna get it. With both of them, <laughs> <laughs> you ain't nobody tell you to act up in them track sweats. <laughs> you're <about to> <laughs> Hey, hey, you should have thought about that, that before you acting crazy hey, under hey, the bleachers. We finna hey, go baby, and man, handle
1: we this. They they did. We can only do, like, do that in football stuff. They yeah, no, nah, They football. used to tear us. Well, sir, up. I hope
2: there's a statute of limitations on this story. No, I was about to say. If
1: anybody
0: <laughs> think that they finna go talk to coach th- those brothers who say so many lives, uh, we would, we would, we would break them out of jail. Like that's how much love we have for them. And you uh, uh, alluded to a particular coach from Notre Dame. I don't think that the two are, are, are necessarily mutually exclusive. You can uh be tough on me, and in this case, put hands on this player, and, and I still can feel love. Um, but I'm old school, man. I get it. I'm, I'm I'm old school. I think the rules are so clear now that the Washington coach, uh, what's his name? Late what, what's his Jimmy the former former Washington coach now. Yeah, because he has been terminated, as uh Ellis come in, well. puts it. Uh five. He been five. So yeah. former coach. Um, you know, you know the rules, so you gotta be careful. I would say not guilty, but I'm, I'm understanding that we're living in a court system when it comes to court of a public opinion uh, with these things that you can't put your hands on nobody's kids no more. What else you got for us,
2: ETP? Uh, probably. So we'll move to move to pro football. Probably a sore spot for you, just given that uh we're looking at a situation where the New England Patriots are looking. Pretty That's strong coming into the coming into the second half of the season. Uh, you know, obviously last cool. Sunday they they gave cool. your Cleveland cool. Browns a little bit of a a little bit they of a cheated. lesson. A bunch of cheaters. They cheated. They so cheated. I don't know how they cheated.
0: I'm looking into it. They cheated.
2: Last night yeah, they won twenty five. They pitched a shutout against uh the, the Falcons. So from twenty eight yeah. to three to <laughs> a shutout and. In the and look, the games, Cleveland Browns scored on the first
0: possession. So technically from about, you know, whatever, seven minutes into the first quarter, they pitched a shutout with the Browns, too, uh, yeah. a week ago. But, it, but yeah. go ahead.
2: So they yeah. So in the past three games, they've actually outscored their opponents 94 to 13. In the past three games, so a lot of those free agency pickups, a lot of that money that was being spent by Belichick looks like it's starting to uh, to pay off. And Mac Jones may actually be—they're saying he could be a replacement, a new Tom Brady replacement. Stop so it! Cut it out! What do you, don't talk about the Patriots looking like they could be back in for a deep playoff run. And deep,
0: the they're
1: gonna make the playoffs.
0: Deep, they are gonna make the playoffs. That's but that's deep, almost guaranteed. Deep playoff, right? I don't know. Mac, who Mac Jones? So you buying as as a as a
2: New Englander? Are you buying Mac Jones? You buying or selling? I'm not buying or selling Mac Jones. I'm buying or selling whatever Bill Belichick has in store. Like clearly the the defense is getting it together. You never count out the greatest coach in the game ever, and ultimately Mac Jones. A lot of pressure being a starting quarterback as a rookie. But when you're in a, a solid system and you have a good support, you know, support roster, and especially when your defense is pitching shutouts, you just got to manage, you know, manage the game. And, and he's got the poise and, and he's doing what he needs to do. So I don't see I don't see them uh, going downhill, but we'll see how far they can take it.
0: How, how about this? Let's talk about the Mac Jones predecessor because there was a man by the name of, of Cam Newton who was there before Mac Jones who, uh, by way of, of some video, wants the whole world to know that he's back like a Jay-Z song, baby. He, uh, he straight up was letting you know he's back. Uh, we didn't yeah. even talk about it last week. We we have so many topics. Sometimes we, we neglect to talk about ones that uh, are exciting to us, but that is a very exciting one. Cam Newton not only came back with the Carolina Panthers, but when he came back in his very first touch of the football, he took the pigskin across the goal line and scored a touchdown. In his very second touch of the football, I think he threw a touchdown. And he has officially been deemed the starter. Uh, What do you think? Guilty or not guilty when it comes to the case of Cam Newton. Is he guilty of being Cam Newton of old and potentially taking – and Carolina looked good, taking Carolina to – Maybe not a deep run, but maybe to the playoffs. Uh, or are we fooling ourselves, man? He's a shell of a old self, and, and and he's guilty of being a has been done, and and just trying to savor a few glimpses of what he used. to
1: Is be. he running back back at the Carolina? Or is he's out? Oh.
0: I think he, uh, McCaffrey. I think he's still out. I, I don't know.
1: I got, I got. Does he have a chance to come back? Yes. Yeah. He. I don't think it's season injury. <laughs> I think if McCaffrey ended, comes back, they got a chance to make. Uh, a little playoff push. I'm not going to call it a run. More of a push. But I'm happy he's back. I'm happy.
2: You know, Cam took a little vacation. He left the team, went away. He got his McCaffrey played up. last week. Did he? Yeah. He I'm had listening. 13 carries, 95 yards. Okay. And this and week he's not on the injury Ten receptions, reception, 66 yards. So yeah, And this week he's not on the injury report. report. If McCaffrey's yep,
1: right. on your team, you got a shot. That dude can play. Um, I'm happy for him. I'm just happy to see him come back. You know what I'm saying? Like, Back in the days of Kung Fu Theater, you would go and you'd say, Your Kung Fu has improved when you came back. Remember you go to the mountains? You're too young for that. You go to the I, remember that. I back, do remember that. go to the mountains. That went before grows. they had
2: sound, they Body. didn't have sound in those your kung fu has been <laughs>
0: The Sound was three minutes after the actual <laughs> yes. you know, Bobby movement
1: of the lip. But yes. And your kung fu is great. <laughs> so I think he went and got his kung fu up and now he came back, baby, and he's ready to go. I think that's what he did. he'd been training with your boy Od- uh, Odell. And, uh were they training together mm-hmm. so
0: Hollywood but, he, he. he's not going to at any point be less than six foot six 250 pounds so I guess there's that part right that uh, uh he's he's going to be a physical juggernaut for any defense um mm-hmm. but do you think he's gonna have more than just glimpse of his, glimpses of his own self ETP
2: I think one it's long overdue he should have had a A roster spot weeks ago when all these quarterbacks were getting injured i'm glad to see that he's back i'm glad to see that he's starting and you know he's if anything else he's a he's a leader in terms of what he's going to be able to deliver physically you know performance wise remains to be seen i think i think the next couple weeks he'll he'll show out he'll do some interesting things but we'll see how we'll see in in, you know in three games if uh if the tape you know if the if the other teams have kind of Get the tape on him and just dis- and show that he's lost a step. But I'm you happy to see, see him but back. He's still
0: gonna be big. He's still gonna he's be. He's always big. gonna and be big. Sure. But
2: his numbers—he's been banged up, banged up.
0: He has been. He has been. Uh, uh, and then last year, he obviously he he caught COVID. Uh, that put him out. I sidelined him, I think, for two games while he's in New England. Uh, we'll see what he's able to do, man. I, I like the fact that he's back too. Do um, you think you know, he got the shot? Say again. Do you think he got a shot? I don't know. On that podcast, I Am Athlete with uh, Chad Ochoacinco and and that whole group, uh, Fred Taylor. Great, great podcast. I do like some of the well, takes. Cam
1: is vaccinated, okay.
0: Yeah. Cam is finally vaccinated? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. we want to a few weeks get that vaccinated. job. He realized the league went on yeah. without him. But well, I'm not jabby. in a rush.
0: Give me right here, right here, right here. But uh, <laughs> it it, 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 on that podcast, he said, I'm definitely not I guess, inferior to 32 other quarterbacks. He made that point. And as he said it, he started thinking the math, like 32 other quarterbacks better than Cam Newton? Nah. So I am, I am happy to see it. he he is back. That's his form of, of justice there. You say he gets another opportunity in Carolina. That's the way it's supposed to be because far too often these organizations, what have you done for me lately? So I, I was happy to see that, you know, Sam Darnold's injury led to the opportunity. But I, I was happy to see that they 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 signed. him. Um,
2: so we'll see. Get yours, big Cam. What else you got for us, ETP? Yeah. Oh, so story that we talked about in the past, uh John Gruden obviously emails were leaked and a lot of you know racist, misogynistic, uh homophobic terminology used resulted in uh his resignation, not his termination but his resignation. And now John Gruden is back. He's actually suing the NFL for leaking or publicizing the communications that he, that ultimately resulted in him leaving the organization. So question is, uh, should he have just let this go? Or does he, do you think that he has a case to actually make uh, for essentially righting the wrong of this becoming public information in his eyes?
0: We can almost see this coming, right? You, you, when when all those emails were disclosed, and his reputation tarnished because of the words that he wrote, go figure. Um, you can almost see this coming. You can almost see this coming. So, I, I, big flow show. I don't
1: know if you have a, a, an opinion one way or another on it, but you, it, this is not a surprise. I look at it like this: he's ruined, right? He's not going to end up anywhere. He could potentially be an assistant coach somewhere. He's not getting back on the. Uh, I, I know. I, I, I stop. I'm gonna stop before. I don't know. I don't think he's getting back on TV. He pissed off too many people. But why not now at this point? If you ruined, you might as well try to get a little bit of bread. Now, do I think that he should be able to sue? Nah. I mean, they teach you this long when you when you're coming out. Anything you send to or on a company email address. That's why people always say when they got something bad, it's a b. A slamming your personal email address. You knew something you know something good's coming, right? Ooh, You're like, okay, okay. Right. So when you send something to someone's corporate email address, you know that forever it can be subpoenaed and whatever. Um, so I don't know what you can sue about. They should have kept it a secret that you had all this crazy stuff to say. I think that's that's ridiculous. So, but for him, might as well try. Everybody no one no one's yeah. gonna like you any less or any
2: more for soon. So you might try to get paid. Yeah, and you know that they uh they can settle if they need to, but, yeah, um, yeah. Hey, from, some. but I have a legal question. So in a set, this is a civil suit, right? So if he's suing, is he then able to, are, are his attorneys able to subpoena the rest of the emails so that they, we could ultimately find out more than just what was disclosed about his communication, where we could oh, see man. more, more communication around the teams and, you know, other, executives within the nfl and at certain franchises like, is that an opportunity
0: you'd be better you be you better yes i mean any so ultimately he's
2: easy. gonna get a bag to never do that. get a bag <laughs> yeah i was gonna say like, they didn't want to settle for that like, like they so yeah, they're least, not.
0: yeah you, you think the, the <laughs> colin kaepernick sure. proceedings inspired them to settle right. you talk about unveiling what could be misogynistic racist homophobic comments in private communications amongst owners yeah, that thing will settle in about zero <laughs> point two seconds, my brother. Mm. Um, but well, you know, I, I, I'm not surprised that John Gruden is, is, is suing. And um, from just a purely legal standpoint, on this day of legal ease, where we are are, are are picking apart the Cal Rittenhouse verdict, you know, I'm not guilty, and what that really means from both a proceeding standpoint, what happened in this case. And then more generally, how it makes us feel uh, on this particular day, I, I, I would say that, uh, you know, John Gruden probably has a strong case. Yeah, it, what it do just boils you down to where the disclosures came from? Like, how does the how does the NFL have a system that is is susceptible to people getting in there and getting all that information? And, and he's probably got a strong case, to be fair. What
2: What do you I, I guess? Yeah, he's got to get him back. I mean, but just, you actually just hit on the head. They
1: can put all this other dirt out. In this, ah, just pay the man. Yeah, they're, so. they're gonna in pay. In the court of it. public
2: opinion, though, does this make Gruden look worse, better, or neither? I don't think he. Uh, I think he's done. It doesn't matter. He's well done.
1: There's nothing he can do. So, it doesn't matter about that. He's not going to get his name back. And if he was, this isn't going to hurt it anymore. So, I would guess to answer your question, it it's neutral.
2: The fact yeah. that he's so no effect. Because- no. No Just because he's already too deep in the hole, basically. Yeah, if he's gonna get out of that hole, this isn't. Well, if you didn't sue, <laughs> right? You <laughs> could come to The cookout. <laughs> yeah, right. we could, almost let you come to the cookout,
0: but since you sued him, ah, we had a seat. We had a seat. We so <laughs> yeah. close. We, we had a so plate. wrapped right
2: for you. Thought right. you must show up late. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Instead, you want to drag this out um all right what Bill, else you got for us let's man. move over let's move over to the nba so in nba business news the famous Staples center as vanessa bryant calls the house that kobe built is getting a new name and all right before
0: you go there but before you go there thumbs up thumbs down is she right is the staple center the house that kobe built
1: Wait, no. Where did the real Lakers, the old Lakers, play? The Lake Show wasn't the that, that was that was yeah it was, that uh, was the forum. Yeah, then I I guess Staples Center house Kobe, built. Kobe and Shaq. I mean, but Kobe Kobe, Kobe she don't renovated she Kobe the house. He renovated it. That's yeah, fair. I think she Kobe renovated Kobe's the
2: Shaq. house. but Shaq built that house?
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, she said the house that Kobe built. But she goes, you know why? Because most people are gonna be scared to say something. Yeah, she's fine, and he's dead. Can't like say anything. Right. <laughs> now that we can't domination. go to LA.
2: <laughs> that West Coast tour is canceled. Correct. <laughs>
1: Damn. Straight up. So what they name the new stadium? We're out.
2: So the so the new name. It only costs seven hundred million dollars for a twenty year naming rights. Oh, uh, a sports Talk the, the greatest, the richest <laughs> deal in NBA history, uh, is has been secured by crypto.com so Do they pay will for now... it in
1: cash or in crypto? <laughs>
2: yeah, in cryptocurrency. <laughs> they better have NFTs. Pay <laughs> have NFTs. Have to. So pay it will shiwi. be the crypto.com arena. So the question to you is Is this acceptable or is this a uh, egregious change of an institution? Egregious for the win. It was. <laughs> It's L.A., right? They start on the coast. Everything starts on the coast.
1: It was either going to be cryptocurrency or weed.com, right? Something <laughs> new and, 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 and whatever, or electronic vehicles, are us, <laughs> something. And I think cryptocurrency is as good as anything else. And I'd like to see cryptocurrency blow because I just invested. In I
0: stuff. personally would have loved weed.com. Uh, <laughs> weed.com. I say they <laughs> are guilty. They are guilty of, of not understanding the significance. Uh, and I know, like, naming rights and if you're willing to pay for something that means nothing, who am I not to take your money? Uh, but the staple center, I, I, I don't know. Look, the staple center, uh, pun intended, was a staple to the minds and conversations of sport. Uh, I can't imagine talking about, it. yeah, man, shoot, you remember we went down to the crypto.com currency, uh,
1: currency <laughs> stadium
0: arena, you know, uh, but it is what yeah. it is. Gotta take your money. You I mean, staple
1: centers yeah. was, a, was an endorsement, it's not like staples. Well, is- that's- You know, it's not like Soldier Field, which is named after. You know, I mean, like a historic thing. Staples Center, the Staples, could have been called Best Buy Arena. It's called cryptocurrency. That's fine. Yeah, I so that's
2: I I agree, right? Like, it's people are up in arms, but it was ultimately there was naming rights before, right? There was state the Staples Center. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't Lakers, you know, Lakers Arena. But that being said, you know, the play, like you said, Soldier's Field. Once Mile High Stadium went, you knew that everything was for sale. Everything, <laughs> everything was for, for sale. sale. But but one of the oldest parks in the country, Wrigley Field, had a brandendor you know brand naming rights. Wrigley Field, right? But if the, at the same time, if Wrigley that's Field, like the original
1: naming rights. Look, yeah. No one even thinks about the the gum when you think right. about Wrigley Field because <laughs> it's been that way for. I don't think it's ever
2: been called anything else. No. Right, so if they so, change it to you know, know probably the yeah, that, impossible, that Burger- that would be 15 when they first got it. The they're impossible like, word. I give you 15
1: bucks to call it Wrigley Field. They're like, 15 bucks, yeah. hey, why not? Here, Wrigley Field from now on, you know, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. So, like, if they if they try to change it to Beyond Meat Park, <laughs> then everybody's gonna that freak out. A real suspect, yeah. What, what else you got for CTP? <laughs> All right, so on that note, uh, so the NBA has also actually secured a deal to play two preseason games in the Middle East in Abu Dhabi for the first time yeah, that an NBA road game trip, will be played in the Middle East. Road trip. Road That's the trip definition of chasing
0: the bag, man. Abu Dhabi? How many hours? Let's look. Let's. Look. How many hours does it take to fly?
1: I ain't going. I'm, I'm an IR. I ain't
0: going. <laughs> <flying>. How long <laughs> of a flight? Do they have I mean, grass out there? Go, like, I mean,
1: they got to put a stadium up for that? For that? You know, play basketball Dabby. on grass. <laughs> oh wait, I thought it was NFL. You said NBA. I'm sorry. Twelve NBA. hours and thirty <laughs> minutes.
2: <laughs> oh, the grass courts like Wimbledon. We gonna start what playing we're the NBA finals at Wimbledon. <laughs> Twelve hour and thirty minute flight. Blacktop, I put it on indoor, indoor blacktop. blacktop. <laughs>
1: why? Why don't no one put blacktop inside? We, you know, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> the big three should be played on indoor blacktop. Yeah. That's
0: better That's than turning the WNBA idea. into the big three. No, I ain't gonna go there. What else you got for DTP?
2: Hard disagree. Yeah, what else you got? <laughs> Stephen Curry, the there it greatest is. the greatest three-point shooter in the history of the bat ball getting thrown in a peach basket, has surpassed Ray Allen for the most three points m- made ever including regular season and playoffs, and is on track probably in the next game to beat his regular season record because he's only down by like 65 threes. So at least so half time of next game. Next game. <laughs>
0: I ain't so, no mathematician, but that takes a lot of threes. 65. Question.
1: A nah. 65, how many games I got left? live? 60, no, no. He said
0: he's
2: he going to shoot by half-time. in the next game. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> But he's got thirty. His his tally for most three pointer three point three games with more than nine nine or more three pointers is thirty eight. He's he's had thirty eight games in his career with nine three pointers or more. Second place is guess who is in second place? Me, Ray James Harden. Oh with
1: yeah, yeah,
2: nine. So Ray Allen thirty eight I mean, to nine. Steph- Thirty-eight to nine second place. Steph Curry has wow. more games best with shooter. nine or more three pointers than the I next mean, five this, players. Was KD up there? No, uh, it was
1: Harden, Dame, because KD is, is largely a lot, of, a lot of people consider to be the second best shooter in the NBA. right, you say?
0: Yeah, but mid mid range, he does. He's not a volume shooter when it comes to threes. So so here's my question for the court: guilty or not guilty? Is Steph Curry to blame for what I would call? The destruction of
1: half court sound good shot basketball. He definitely took over, took away the (laughs) mid-range. It's either a a dunk or three. (laughs) No more mid range.
0: Is he guilty of it though? Because you think about it, like those numbers, there's a different narrative to those numbers.
2: He's a hundred percent guilty of making bad shots acceptable shots. (laughs) Fair
1: especially you shoot the ball and turn your back to the basket.
0: <laughs> such an unsportmanlike thing to do, but just because so he good. looked like he's still 8 years old, we don't even call him on it. Like because he's just death,
1: like death know, of the follow through. You know, he don't even he just He, just him. he runs. Over. Yeah. Well, fun
2: well, fact. Shout out to
0: Steph Curry, man. Chef Curry on. that's that that's real heat right there when you when you, when you're in the same sentence and and when the sentence is played out, you're in a better position. Not only in the same sentence, but in a better position than Ray Allen. That's saying something. That's saying something. That's wow, Jesus man, Shuttleworth. You just
2: passed
1: up.
2: Yep. Almost I'm 600 games faster. Wow. So I, but
0: but at the same time, Ray Allen played in an era at the risk of sounding old as you know what. Played in an era where half court basketball meant just- right. You didn't just come over the you know half-court line and shoot it. Because nobody is guarding you, nobody's guarding you because it's a bad shot. But <laughs> Steph Curry makes him So I, it's man. funny
2: because like Reggie Miller or Ray Allen arguably could have been doing or trying to do what Steph Curry was doing. Yeah, was but they trying, would got benched. No, they, right, they would have gotten. They, they would have gotten clotheslined.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Those dudes like, hey, man. I've been fighting to get positioned down. Like you're gonna at least rotate this ball once. You're not gonna just come down here and act like I'm not on the team.
1: I'm on the team too, right? Imagine like John Wooden trying to try to look at uh, Steph Curry's game. Be like, what? They I have a heart attack, what are you doing? Get him out of there. <laughs> and, uh, I want to know the first time he, he he pulled that shot off in the game, what the coach was thinking. What are you doing?
2: i mean he there were there were old you know old footage you know a few years back when he was making taking shots and steve kerr was like no yes (laughs) Yes. (laughs) now you see steve kerr tapping his forehead let's go baby (laughs) right right so all right well we'll take it i guess with that is Steph Curry the MVP? Is he is he in the conversation for you know, the MVP? It's funny
1: you said that. It's hard when people do stuff, and because uh, I think Westbrook won MVP when he did the triple double uh, record, right? Yep. When people do major milestones, you almost have to give them if they're in the running. You almost have to just give them something. All right, come on, man. make him the MVP. He broke the record this year. Nobody can talk. No one can hear you, man. Like, I was no laughing because I said that sounds like everybody gets a trophy. It does it, but it's like when somebody does it, you know, like you get two thousand yards rushing, you go for the Heisman.
2: You know,
1: yeah, at least go you gotta at least go to New York. You get two thousand yeah. Well
2: they're so. they're thirteen and two right now. I called it Bucks Warriors in the finals. So if they go that far, it's gonna be hard to to deny it. But I think Giannis Giannis is going for another campaign too. He dropped forty seven on the nets, missed like three shots. All dunks. All dunks. He had more points <laughs> in the paint than the whole Brooklyn Nets team. He can't be stopped. It's so long. Not at all. Just duck. What else you got for
0: us, man? ETP, because I, you know, uh, I, I'm a I'm a Greek freak hater, so that's why I'm trying to move on.
2: <laughs> so, NCAA women's basketball. Now that they are officially going to take on. Uh, the branding of March Madness through the ruling or the findings of a, a third-party consultant that advised them to do so. They're actually expanding the field from 64 to 68, similar to the men's tournament. So the playing games. Though. So they'll have, they'll have the, the playing games to be in the field of 64, similar to the men's. So adding four new teams and they actually – were faster to get to 68 they started with 32 teams i believe in 1984 and are now at 68 so any thoughts on that are they still going to do that where they're playing at the same the men and women be playing the same venues that's not happening for at least another few years. years they're still playing separate uh at separate locations
1: i think people are going to look back and be embarrassed a few years from now When they start doing everything the same with women, and they realize that the that the viewership is going to be very comparable, someone's going to be embarrassed and be like, "Man, I can't believe this whole time we just didn't do anything." Yeah, that's what
2: I'm thinking.
0: As I hear, we're guilty of, of waiting way too long to do this. The quality of basketball, especially the collegiate level for women's basketball, has been sound forever. Now. We could argue until the cows come home, which we have done here on this show when we compare NBA and WNBA. But when it comes to college basketball, no one would, with a rational view, would say that those have been two very different products. There have been some great women basketball players. We just talked about Reggie Miller. Well, Reggie was known as somebody else's brother because Cheryl was the one. Like, that's that. This isn't new to have. High quality, great basketball from a women's college basketball perspective. So when I hear, I'm like, we we're guilty of just being way too late to the party when it comes to this. I'm happy that we're doing it. Um, and and you know, talk about reparations. There's so many women who have excelled at the collegiate level that never got an opportunity to be household names. And so that's why I like name, image, and likeness because I think the women pound for pound. Have been mistreated even more when it comes to exploitation of college athlete. You put in the same amount of work, do the same amount of practices. You know, do you contribute to the same bottom line in terms of the institution? No, but that in itself is not the doing of the women athletes. It's because the business people, the athletic directors included, couldn't get you know get out of their own way. They couldn't see the forest for the trees and, and understand that good sport will find sports fans or vice versa sports fans will find the sport we're going to go see it right we're going to go see it um so i i, I just hate that we've, we've we've waited so long so many generations of women in college that were great athletes didn't get the recognition and the exposure that they so justly deserved that's what i have to
2: say on that yeah and and hopefully i mean so this is actually good timing for nil right so given this platform you have more teams so there could be more deals uh in opportunities for these women's teams or these players on the women's teams now that it's opened up and they're going to get more uh more exposure through the tournament so it's all it's all good news <laughs> yep cool yep. and now we'll agree. close and, out and, on uh what's that no i was just gonna say for those who have been living under
0: a rock um and not being uh or haven't been participating in our show, NIL says for name, image, and likeness, it is the way in which college athletes can be paid by a third-party source. And we've talked about it a lot here on the show. And we do think that the uh, non-revenue generating sports, whether it be male or female, c- are gonna benefit benefit the most from from that that payment source.
2: But go ahead. Cool. Yeah, and then last Topic, uh, unrelated or indirectly related to sports, Uh, hip-hop artist Young Dolph obviously uh, was visiting his hometown in Memphis, actually one of his favorite uh, cookie (laughs) bakeries, and at the time was gunned down and murdered, and obviously has sent a, a big set of shockwaves through the entertainment industry. A lot of artists had a lot of athletes had relationships with him. And obviously he was known for being a strong contributor to his community and, you know, helping to raise awareness of, of issues in this community. But was uh killed yesterday. And just wanted to make sure that we we've been talking about gun violence. We talked about Rittenhouse and obviously this is a, a tragic story of somebody that had surpassed those challenges, but obviously gun violence permeates every part of our society.
0: He was 36 at his death and I didn't realize he was 36. He seemed even younger to me, but 36 is way too young uh, to go at the hands of something so senseless. Here's here's my question. Guilty or not guilty? The culture, as we like to refer to it. Are we guilty? Uh, Creating an environment such that the the, the old cliche is art imitate life is like life imitate art. That rhetorical question is the culture guilty of creating this environment where life is trying to imitate the art such that while it should be inexplicable to think that someone is going in their own hometown, one in which they represent very well. A young man that has a lot of of both music, but more importantly, life in front of him, could be going to pick up some cookies. It should be like, how does that happen, right? This should not make sense to us. But yet and still, when you heard the news, I'll speak for myself. You weren't utterly shocked. And, and that no. feeling, that that feeling to me, I mean, because he was shot up, his car was shot up like two years ago in Miami, I think. So, so that feeling of, you know, similar to the Rittenhouse verdict, that feeling of, well, that's not a shot, says something about the culture that we've allowed to exist. And I say we because I'm a part of the hip hop culture. I know I, I don't dress the same. I used to be. I, I think I'm still a part of hip hop. You look like an old, old,
2: old Kanye West version. But, yeah, man, I, I just came your, off your the plane. Man, I was going.
0: I was going on my hoodie
1: before I did this part. You should put one of your albums on, on the, on the <laughs> intro. <laughs> they
0: mess with you, man. But 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 as as hip hop enthusiasts, are we guilty to have a culture that has existed that we've allowed to continue that suggests that Young Dolph being killed in his hometown of Memphis? is anything but a surprise
2: i think i i mean when you say create i would absolutely say that this culture the music the you know entertainment side of it did not create any of this reality right like okay this this reality is created by a lot of different dynamics of you know systemic challenges and historic Fair. issues that have, have functioned in our society since it started so I would have absolutely not say created I would say that it in, in many ways is validated perpetuated and promoted by the art forms and you know the industries that profit off of it are making no attempts to, to change that direction like, there's no intention of trying to have a level of responsible media presentation around what, you know, what's being promoted, what's being glorified. And, you know, there's always this tension with, with the hip hop culture and music of, well, there's action movies and you see Al Pacino killing people. It's just a movie when there's other cultures and we don't, you know, we don't criticize that. But there's no there's no assumption of authenticity in those necessarily where it is in hip hop culture. When you have artists that come from these situations that are talking about things that are adjacent or surrounding their lifestyles. Right. Then it, then it does add to some level of glorification of reality. Right. Which right, right, right. Art can imitate life and life can imitate art. Right. Big four sure. show,
1: What do you, what do you think? I mean, maybe to a small percentage in my opinion um i mean i think uh ETP hit it on the head i mean the mob and mafia was around well before goodfellas scarface all those type of movies that come out do the people do that more when the movies come out no i don't think i think that it, it runs a course um are there a couple goofies that are out there that uh I don't know, that someone starts shooting people because of the music, maybe, you know, maybe I give I give my, I don't I don't know, maybe I give our people too much credit, but people have been selling drugs and they've been in the street shooting each other long before rap music came along, right? And rap music came along and they did kind of glorify it. I think you get a lot of pretenders from there. People try to act like they're involved in something. So I don't know nothing about Young Dolph, unfortunately. I don't know his music at all, but, you know, maybe he was, somebody who perpetuated himself into a lifestyle that he really wasn't into and got shot. I could see that happening, but people have been shooting each other and killing each other since, I mean, they've been killing each other since before guns, you know, things like that's been happening. There's been a criminal element in society forever. I do think the culture makes people try to look like people who might kill somebody, but I don't know Mm -hmm. that that makes you a killer. I mean, I, I grew up loving hip hop and, being influenced and you know i one of y'all little dudes that like to put bandanas on my head and look like Pac. i wasn't doing all that but we both have a friend that uh wore bandanas every day looking like he was tupac or whatever and now this dude is a very successful uh multi-degree per you know it's like a youthful thing yeah. i think a lot of people it's just culture so i have a hard time when people try to blame it on the culture i just do because movies and other things like that have been glorifying violence i mean every time you turn on tv they're glorifying violence In some way, shape, or form, you start finding yourself rooting for the bad guys in movies and stuff, but it doesn't make you want to go out and be a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. But
2: there's a social currency, I think, of like coming from certain areas where there's more violence, where there's more crime. Like it's, I guess what I was saying was, yeah, it's not creating the situation, but there's, it's creating this social currency of like the more criminalistic, the more violent, the more. Hustling and illegal activities and materialism and all of the things, misogyny, all of the things that come with hip hop. As much as I love hip hop, it celebrates those those elements of, of the culture that I do think influence how people operate.
1: I think the goofy people that get influenced by that and do that, we're going to do it anyway. I think anybody who can listen to a rap song and decide that they want to go shoot somebody up is such a goofy that they were going to end up in that situation anyway. That's just my personal opinion. There's too many kids out here who listen to that stuff that don't do it, and the ones that would do it weren't thinking, man. You know, I was gonna go to college, man, but then I heard Jay Z talk about how he slang, and I, man, I started slangin'. That dude was, on, he was probably on a, on a collision course with slanging anyway. That's just,
0: <laughs> but but just just and not again. But because the show was called Not Guilty, and we're dealing with the aftermath of of Cal Rittenhouse verdict, uh, I, I'll share from a legal perspective. Like if if I leave in my yard a whole bunch of hazardous materials with the with, with the gate open, a reasonable person would assume that that's going to invite a kid who doesn't have the mental capacity and wherewithal to not uh, deny his impulse to go in there and play with those hazardous items. It's reasonable to say I'm I, I am negligent because of that. And again, I'm off on a tangent talking with legalese, but I use that analogy to say, I'm saying guilty, self-included. We have to know that there is enough people in our community that don't have the capacity to deny the impulses, that listen to that music and think that it is so real that they're going to go out and try to live that life. And you're right, ETP. It wasn't created by the culture, but at the same time, um, and I'll stick with – no, I won't stick the young Dolph because, more importantly, I, I, I instead of making him the example, I will say prayers and condolences go to his family. That man left uh, a child, at least one child, um, people who love him, friends, people uh, – we're, 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 we hear it from a fan perspective, but they're, he has real family that's dealing with a real tragedy now. Uh, and that that that's not something that just goes from a disc record to, you know, now a, a footnote on Wikipedia. There's a family impacted by that. So I'll say, you know, not to speak specifically about Young Dolph, but. You're right, ETP it wasn't created by the culture, but at the same time, you don't hear many in the culture um, outside of like, you know, Killer Mike. Occasionally T.I occasionally uh andre 3000 talking about solutions to the problems systemic problems that you have acknowledged right it's talking about the problems and glorifying the problems and so i'm going to say guilty community self-included that it's up to us to change the messages that are being conveyed through the music it's up to us to change the nature of the culture such that a man going to get some cookies in his hometown should not be in risk of losing his life. The The Tupac Biggie saga, that's 96, 97. You know, that's that's 25 years ago. Is my math right? Bad I don't like yeah. doing math, <laughs> roughly. 25. 25. All right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Roughly. roughly. <laughs> but, but that's 25 years ago. And how is this any different? right immediately fingers are pointed at yo Gotti because of their beef and and soldier boy who had made some public comment about you know i i put 100,000 on his head immediately goes to a figure that should be equally responsible for the platform and encouraging uh those who look like him that are also victims of a system that doesn't encourage uh education that that, that doesn't give the same opportunities to uh, those in the wrong uh, zip code or in the wrong tax bracket, uh, the message should be a lot more positive. So I'm going to say guilty, and it's up to us to change that. And, and I'll let you guys respond, if you will, before we go home uh, for the day. Um, but uh, we had no intentions today. It was, this was a, a freestyle Friday, ETP, the producers cut lettuce, but I, I like where we're, we are in terms of this topic. I don't know if you guys have any parting shots before we get out of here
2: yeah i mean the only thing i would say to that is another key point is in tennessee they actually just passed legislation recently where you can carry a concealed weapon open carry state without a permit so that's raising questions around gun control and you know if legislation continues to be passed that loosens gun laws do we see more issues like this uh not just of celebrities but across various communities but very specific to Tennessee and that's been called out as a major driving force to any new changes in terms of gun violence
0: right but if you think of, of the, there's a Chicagoan amongst us I mean every summer we strap on our seat belts and wait for the numbers to come out knowing that Chirac has as, as it's been referred to uh you're
2: on mute Reg. Well, we 715 homicides this year to date. Yeah, we
1: don't if you I don't know what makes you think we wait until the summer. (laughs) No, no, not holidays.
0: When I say we when I say we like every summer, I look for the Chicago
1: numbers because I know that they're going to be. I'm telling you, those numbers are out in February, March, April. (laughs) By the time summer's going on, they actually take vacation from that. And I don't want to make light of it, but it's it is so numbing how often people get killed here. What's even more numbing is how often you ever see anybody arrested for it. They never say, the, the, the murderer of so-and-so has been caught. The only time you get caught for murder, and this is why the murder is so bad in Chicago, this is my public service address, is if you kill somebody who's 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 somebody. So when the lady, the girl, and I'm sorry, I'm not going to remember her name, who just came back from speaking with the father of Obama, she got killed, they caught her like that. Jennifer Huston's family member got killed, caught him like that. Dwayne Wade had a family member killed, caught him like that. Chicago don't give a damn. So it's not about the culture. It's just they don't care. The only way you're going to get in trouble is if you kill somebody who doesn't look like you or if you kill somebody who happens to be affiliated with somebody else. Other than that, let them go. Cops don't care. The government doesn't care. It doesn't matter. So they're killing people. So rap culture is not to blame for that. The people who are killing are to blame as well. But the reason uh, the the uh, society doesn't care, they just talk about it every once in a while, but nobody cares. Well,
0: here on the Ball Hawk Sports Talk, we do care, and I'm glad we had this topic uh, this morning, or it's not this morning. This is our version of this morning. It's, it's morning somewhere. Some place. Um, uh, this episode is not guilty. Uh, we were initially responding to the recent verdict of the Cal Rittenhouse-Kenosha um, uh, trial, and what we... Uh, came to the conclusion is none of us were surprised by it, but we wanted to figure out where to go from here. Uh, and and we, we plead with anyone who will listen to make sure that, that that any protests in response to the verdict are just that, protests and not riots, um, because that is initially essentially how this Kyle Rittenhouse uh, story came to be. Uh, and we just hope that everyone is safe, protect yourself, protect your yourselves, protect your family, um, and We'll get back to the normal time next week after the East Orange Junior Jaguars go out and win this regional championship. Um, we appreciate everyone for tuning in. Uh, those who are in our live audience, again, we ask you like we ask you every week and we ask you humbly. Please like, please comment, please share, tag a friend, tag a foe, tag anybody that you know and subscribe in both uh, the YouTube channel on the YouTube channel and in the podcast space. Uh, what's up, my man Hank? shout out 110 years two days ago uh the brothers of omega sci-fi fraternity incorporated celebrated 110 years it was our founders day on november 17th uh 2021 we celebrated 110 years as we were founded in 1911 on november 17th i'll be remiss if i didn't say that root to the cues. uh join us next week it's the ball hawk sports talk with your boy b brown esq aka the ball hawk aka the miles of the south aka mr excessive celebration aka breezy uh we out it was i was it was fun we were here it was a producer cut with etp else the producer the big flow show it was rough or and raw like it always is it was sports business and entertainment as it always is catch us next week because we is out let's go jags <laughs>